What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome to the Autumn Wind Podcast, coming to you here after a 33-27 Monday night football victory over the Baltimore Ravens, and it did not disappoint. Down to the wire. In fact, I will call that the most electrifying game I've ever witnessed as a Raider fan. First game with fans inside of Allegiant Stadium, and boy, did it not disappoint. A lot to break down here. This is an instant reaction podcast. The game just wrapped up and I'm giving you my raw thoughts on the game. Let's jump right into it. What's up, everybody? Back here on the Autumn Wind Podcast. As you can probably tell, my voice is gone. That was, and I, I don't I don't say this lightly, that was probably the craziest game I've ever witnessed as a Raider fan. And uh, apologize here uh, for the profanity. But but I've seen some crazy shit over the years as a Raider fan. Some good, a lot of bad, uh, but that was absolutely thrilling. Absolutely thrilling. I mean, the team showed some serious resolve, uh, really on both sides of the ball. Uh, an emotional roller coaster on a national stage in a new stadium. A lot of opportunities to uh, to fold, uh, to fold. Playing a former MVP in Lamar Jackson, uh, you think you have the game won. And then you throw a devastating interception. Uh, that doesn't stop the Raiders. That doesn't stop this new revamped defense. And, uh, uh, I mean, where do I even begin? Uh, quite honestly, in the first half, it was a slugfest. It was a slugfest. Carr got off to a rocky start. Uh, I, I don't think that's a, a, a stretch. Uh, in fact, when you look at the first half, uh, Derek Carr started off 3 of 11 passing. And then he kind of got streaky towards the end. He finished 9 of 14 uh, to finish the half, and the Raiders were down 14 to 10 at halftime. Uh, so, a close game. Uh, very poor offensive half. The defensive compete, uh, defense competed, uh, but we were in the game. Uh, we were in the game, and it was kind of back and forth, peaks and valleys uh, in, the, uh, in the second half. Uh, but really, where the action truly started uh, was in the uh, fourth quarter. It was in the fourth quarter. Josh Jacobs ties the game. 15-yard touchdown run, a nice little scamper, and then uh, the Ravens respond. The Ravens, the Ravens respond. Former Raider, the Tay Train, Latavius Murray, punches it in for an eight-yard touchdown. Raiders are all of a se- all of a sudden down seven. They're down seven, but they respond. Uh, they respond. This is deep into the fourth quarter. Uh, Derek Carr started to get hot. At one point, he was uh, uh, made uh, converted 13 of 14 passes in the second half uh very streaky quarterback like a, like a good jump shooter he gets cold but when he gets hot he's pretty good when he gets hot he's pretty good Henry Ruggs had uh, two catches on that drive uh, that I'm alluding to uh, that was topped off by a Darren Waller uh, touchdown Darren Waller 14 targets 14 targets get that man get that man an ice bath get that man an ice bath uh, get him some Gatorade and a protein shake and uh uh, anything that man asks for because he is elite. He is elite. 10 receptions, 105 yards, and one touchdown. He is a fantasy owner's dream and a quarterback's dream uh, because he's sensational. I do think Carr was a little bit predictable in the first half. I think he was forcing it to Waller. Uh, but as the game progressed, uh, he got it organically. Darren Waller got it organically. And, and, and quite honestly, if this game is any indication on how the season's going to go, Darren Waller may break his own Raiders single season reception record 
If you remember last year, Darren, Roll- Darren Waller had 107 receptions, breaking Tim Brown's record. I think Darren Waller could break his own record, especially considering it's a 17-game regular season. But he was electric per usual. So 24-24. Close game down the stretch. Close game down the stretch. Max Crosby, two tackle for losses on a, on a drive deep in the fourth quarter. And then Lamar Jackson responds with a huge run. I think it was like a 37-yard run, something like that. And then Justin Tucker hits a field goal. Justin Tucker hits a field goal. Uh, you think the game is uh, almost over. Raiders have zero timeouts, and it's a touchback, 25-yard line. But who shows up? Somebody that's been talked about all offseason with comparisons of Terrell Owens and Randy Moss, the all-time leading receiver in South Carolina history, Brian Edwards, the specimen, number 89. Raiders just needed to get in field goal range. Carlson has a big leg. Back-to-back catches for Brian Edwards. Almost as the clock expires to give the Raiders a chance to tie the game up. From there, Daniel Carlson gets a crack at a 55-yard field goal. And he sends the game to overtime. That right there uh, was enough of a thriller uh, to raise my heart pressure. Blood pressure, heart rate. That's only the tip of the iceberg. We get to overtime. Alec Ingold goes to midfield for the coin toss. Raiders win the coin toss. Ravens called tails. It was heads. Raiders get the ball to open up overtime. Brian Edwards has a catch to open up the first drive of overtime. Then a 27-yard run down the sideline by the GOAT, Hunter Renfro. Then what appeared to have been the most sensational game-winning overtime touchdown in Monday Night Football history. Brian Edwards once again became hot. Appears that the Raiders won the game. Players storm the field. Crowd's going nuts. You even see Carr talking to Jelly, talking to Lamar Jackson. Game's over. Everyone's dapping up. After further review, Edwards' left knee hit the ground. Ball's down at the one-yard line. No big deal, right? No big deal. We'll, we'll, We'll punch it in. We just need a yard. And this is where it gets wild here. This is where it gets wild. Derek Carr, quarterback sneak, gets stuffed. Next play, a hard count on the goal line. Rookie Alex Leatherwood, false start. And I'm like, here we go again. Here we go again. Let's at least get three. And then Willie Sneed, if I can remember correctly, I don't know if he played a single snap all game. Carr put some mustard on it, but it goes right through both of Sneed's hands, and it's intercepted. And then you can't help but to think that, man, the Raiders are just going to be the Raiders. They're going to find a way to lose this game. Last year, against the Chargers at home, they found a way to lose the game late in the game. Last year, against the Dolphins at home, same deal, two penalties, Arden Key. And it's like, here we go again. All we needed to do was score one yard, get to one yard, and the game's over, and we throw a pick. But who rises as the hero? Who rises as the hero for Raider Nation? Replacing an injured Yannick Ngakwe is Carl Nassib, who was the talk of the offseason for being the first openly gay, active NFL player. 
comes in with a forced fumble strip sack of Lamar Jackson. Darius Phylon recovers, and the Raiders get the ball back. After getting the field goal unit out there to attempt the field goal on second down, Raiders get a delay game. They put the offense back out there. Ravens are prepping for a run. And then, as what John Gruden described as the most well-conditioned athlete on the team, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, number seven, Zay Jones, beats Marlon Humphreys, who Gruden also said is the best corner in football. For a deep touchdown, walk-off, game, blouses, Raiders win, 33-27, Monday Night Football, Yes, they won the first game at Allegiant Stadium last year against the Saints, but this was the first real game with a packed house on Monday Night Football. The Raiders are 1-0, and they beat a very good Ravens team. Banged up Ravens team, but a win's a win. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I think uh, when you kind of uh, forget about the clutch uh, chaos, uh, you just think about what are some key takeaways from the game as you look at the big picture. I think the pass rush... Uh, and the defense overall under Gus Bradley is clearly improved. Uh, clearly, clearly improved. Uh, in fact, Max Crosby, uh, I- I'm going to go as far as saying the guy could be a pro bowler this year. And uh, I'll circle back with everybody later in the season. But, man, he looked great. He looked great. Two sacks, two tackles for losses, five quarterback hits. I mean, he was just all over the field. And, in fact, I thought he got held multiple times. He went out with a hamstring injury later in the game, but I thought Unique Ngakwe looked great as well. A lot of juice coming off the edge. And then Carl Nassib, I talked about that uh, strip sack. Uh, So nice little defensive end rotation going there. I thought the linebacker play was a little bit disappointing, but again, this is a new unit, new defensive coordinator, and it was much improved. It was much improved. In fact, Jefferson also had a forced fumble. So we're getting some turnovers. We're getting some sacks. Ultimately, that's going to give you a chance to win. So the improved defense is going to be something to keep an eye on. Offensively, it was a very rocky first half. I thought Carr looked very jumpy. I thought he looked like uh, the 2018 version of Carr, which was not a very good one. Uh, And he was one-dimensional, really just telegraphing passes to Waller. Almost got picked off a few times. But as the game progressed... I thought the Raiders settled down a little bit on offense. I thought Carr settled down, as I mentioned earlier. He kind of got hot. He got streaky towards the end of the first half, and he got streaky, of course, in the fourth quarter in overtime. And Carr could do that. Uh, Carr's always been clutch, and he's always been somebody that could catch fire. Once he gets into a rhythm, uh, he, he could be a pretty good football player. He could be a pretty good football player. Josh Jacobs didn't have the, uh, the fancy rushing yards, but he did have two touchdowns. He's always good around the goal line. We all know that. The yards per carry weren't very good, really, for him and Kenyon Drake. But they'll improve behind the young offensive line that really is going to have some growing pains. Alex Leatherwood, obviously, he had that big false start, but he also got beat pretty bad by Justin Houston for uh, for a sack. I thought Andre James uh, struggled at times. He gave up a big, a big fourth and one to Calais Campbell. And then John Simpson was also in there. So a young offensive line, that's going to be something to keep an eye on, how quickly these teams, uh, this team could gel up front. Quite honestly, I thought that young offensive line would have benefited from playing in the preseason. I thought the first half of this football game looked like a preseason game for that offensive line and for the offense as a whole. Very choppy, very out of sync. But once they got settled in 
to the rhythm of the football game, they, they were pretty good. It looked a lot like last year. I thought what I saw late in the game, late in the game from Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards, it got me excited because I was getting a little nervous. I was getting a little nervous that it's going to be a repeat of last year where both guys are just non-factors. But certainly there were factors. Brian Edwards down the stretch, finished four receptions, 81 yards. Henry Ruggs, two receptions, 46 yards. They got it going a little bit later in the game. But ultimately, Zay Jones, I apologized to him on the podcast before. So that's all water under the bridge. But big shout out. All those 6 a.m. workouts out in the park with Derek Carr paying off. Game-winning walk-off touchdown on national TV. He also had a touchdown last year on Monday Night Football. So he's Mr. Monday Night for the Raiders. But what a game. What a game. It's funny because my birthday is coming up. And my wife told me that I haven't bought a Raider jersey in a long time. And I told her that I need I need some wins. I need a reason to buy a jersey. My last jersey was Khalil Mack. And I'm not going to buy a jersey off of one game. But if I had to pick, it's between two guys right now. I think they're probably the two best players on the team. That's Darren Waller and Max Crosby. Both captains. Keep an eye on those guys. It's going to be a short week. Big game on the road at Pittsburgh, 10 a.m. kickoff this coming Sunday. But we're going to enjoy this one tonight, Raider Nation. 33-27, the first game inside of Allegiant Stadium with fans. Did not disappoint. The Raiders are 1-0, and it's on to the next one. That's a wrap for this week's edition of the Auto Win Podcast. If tonight's your first time tuning into the show, I welcome you and encourage you to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Autumn Wind Pod, where I have a lot of lively and colorful discussions about the silver and black. I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody's well. And until next time, just win, baby. <laughs>